Well, we picked up a new sponsor, and that's Helena Hayes. You know, she's the house rep for Keokuk County and the half of Mahaska and a little bit of Jefferson County. She's been doing a great job out there. She sponsored the Holy Trinity uh, North Mahaska game, which was a thriller. We've got Coach, uh, we've got some other sponsors. You know, we had uh, Wester Drug, a Wilton and Muscatine. They just re-upped. Uh, they're going to help us out with the spring sports and the baseball summer sports, uh, but we always, we've had Iowa Tire, uh, Rob Moore Livestock Risk Management Partnership, 4M Plumbing, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Home Blade Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, uh, soon to be Grinder Meats and Groceries, has powered the playoffs for us here. Uh, we've got Coach Islick of the Sigourney Savages. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. Well, we uh, um, had you help us out with some previews uh, last time, but you're going to help us out with the scoreboard show. Uh, as uh, I was gone for quite a while, and uh, uh, I was at the Holy Trinity uh, North Mahaska game. You, you probably played North Mahaska, didn't you, this year? We did, yeah. We played North Mahaska in the regular season, and we uh, scrimmaged uh, Holy Trinity over Christmas break, so I got a good look at both those teams, two yeah. really good basketball team sounds like they put on a good show for you tonight in the tumble well they are uh, a little different teams you know they kind of approach the game a little different as uh uh north mahaska uh leads the state in three-point attempts now um the game kind of started out in kind of a grind it was very low scoring you know it was i don't i don't think either team had 10 points with six minutes to uh uh gone in the first period is a very defensive kind of oriented and kids weren't shooting that great you know their shots weren't going in a lot of rebound a lot of defense you know but then you know things started to score and holy trinity kind of started to get out that kind of a lead you know that kind of you know 15 to 7 lead maybe a 30 to 15 lead you know but as you probably are very aware once uh north mahaska starts hitting threes everything changes doesn't it now, for sure, they are they're hot. They're a team that uh, when they get hot, they are in, impossible to guard. They've got so many different kids who can who can make shots, and uh, once they get their confidence going, they they're a tough team to guard. Well, they were at, like down probably fifteen um, at one point, but they stayed pretty. You know, they kept chipping away and chipping away, and they'd hit a three, and then Holy Trinity hit a three, and then North Mahaska hit another three and another three, and you know, there was a, about a six-point difference there for quite a bit of the third period, you know, and it just seemed to kind of hover six points, four points, eight points, six points, you know, uh, uh, kind of thing. But then late in the fourth quarter, um, North Mahaska tied it up as they hit like three threes, made up nine points real quick, tie game, you know. And we didn't know what was going to happen, you know. And then... Uh, in the last minute, that's where Holy Trinity seems to make a lot of hay this year. Uh, they kind of started fouling, and they kept sending uh, Cool Hand Luke Helligy to the to the free throw line, and he has buried a lot of teams in the last minute uh, of the of the of a, of a game this year. And tonight, he was just so good from the free throw line. He just kept hitting the, you know, and just putting two more points on the board, two more points on the board, and. They'd give him the ball back, and they had no choice but to foul him. Uh, um, so what did you say the score, final score was there? 
70 to 66, Holy Trinity pulled it out. And yeah, he's a heck of a player. He's a really tough matchup. Can do it inside and out. And a uh, really, really good player. And sounds like he was he was a difference maker tonight. Yeah, he was a great player. But uh, that Anderson kid plays pretty good. Um, they're great players. They, they just, you know, they just, they shoot threes, not from the three-point line, but, you know, closer to half court. And, you know, I mean, Long bombs, and sometimes they go. Sometimes they struggle to get them in there early. But uh, man, you know, you, you it looked like they, you know, Holy Trinity had the lead, and they were gonna, you know, grind this out for a win. But uh, man, it, they did. But it was, you know, it was rough going in there. And like I say, it about uh, I about wished I had some heart pills or something while I was watching it. Uh, but uh, you know, they move on. Uh, and they're going to move on, and it looks like they're going to play Matt Winfield Mount Union, although I got a text from Scotty Melvin, and all it said was, uh, that game took years off my life. Uh, I don't know if you know much about that game. Uh, if, you, if you saw any of it, do you have any information on the game? Yeah, it was a heck of a comeback from Winfield Mount Union. Just uh, what an effort from them uh, down the entire game. Uh, and uh, they outscored uh, Burlington Notre Dame 19 to four in the fourth quarter uh, to win by two. So they were down 13 going into the fourth. Uh, that's a that's a big time deficit uh, when your season's on the line, and you know a lot of those kids' careers on the line. So you know, just huge credit to to Winfield Mount Union to to dig out of that hole in the fourth quarter. And a team that you know, as good as they've been. Not a real explosive offensive team, uh, so the margin for error was pretty thin uh, for for um, Winfield Mount Union in that fourth quarter, and, uh, and and those seniors that have been doing it for a long time there, you know, the, uh, they they dug deep and, and found a way, and they got themselves to the sub-state final, and that'll be a heck of a game uh, with uh, Holy Trinity and uh, Winfield Mount Union on Saturday night with the uh, birth to state on the line. Yeah, they're they're in Fairfield, I believe, is where is that they were saying the game's going to be. So uh, uh, that might be exciting. Listen, um, I got some breaking news here, and it's not about basketball at all. But man, uh, is this a big big deal? Um, the Keokuk Chiefs have hired former Iowa star NFL wide receiver Marvin McNutt to be their head coach. Uh, you got any comments on that? Yeah, it's quite a hire. I saw that this afternoon too. Uh, definitely, uh, he'll definitely do a great job uh, at Keokuk, and uh, certainly very exciting for for them and that program to get someone that's got that kind of uh, uh, history. I mean, I remember watching him tear it up for the Hawks. He was he was incredible. So I'm sure he'll do a great job there. And uh, yeah, it's kind of that time of year where you know uh, people are moving on to different spots. Jobs are open and. Uh, uh, people are starting to fill in that uh, coaching carousel, and I did see that move today. That one certainly caught my eye. So it'll be a fun watch uh, uh, down in uh, your neck of the woods to see how uh, he can do. Uh, obviously, it's uh, I don't know, you know, what they return or, or what they've got. We we keep we don't I don't keep that close of an eye on those bigger schools as much. We keep a close eye on our uh, SK Cobras in the fall, but. Uh, it'll be it'll be exciting to see what he can do there, and I'm sure that there's a lot of excitement around that program uh, uh, today and into the future. Well, let's just hope he uh, takes advantage of his opportunities to come on Round Guy Radio because that's going to be great to to um, see him. You know, 
Scotty and I have been kind of high on, on Kia Cuck, and we've, you know, their, their program had been kind of down for a while. Uh, but we've seen the incremental growth, you know. Uh, they had pretty good football, you know, they had a pretty good football season last year, pretty good football season, better season, uh, you know, a couple years ago, better season this year. Uh, their baseball team seems to make making some improvements, but it looks like they're pretty serious about putting a winner on the on the on the field there with that kind of a hire. Well, uh, Winfield, um, did you have any? You know, do you know who made the basket to win that game there? Fifty nine, fifty one, forty nine. I did not. I did not see a whole lot of details on that one. I was not. Uh, I did not have that one uh, streaming, uh, but. Uh, just saw the clicked into some of the some of the uh, into the score on bound, and they had the quarter scores up. And uh, I had seen a few updates from earlier in the game, and uh, saw that you know Notre Dame was out to an early lead, and uh, uh, so certainly uh, don't have a whole lot of details. Maybe I'll try to watch a little bit of it uh, tomorrow. Uh, but uh, yeah, heck of a comeback, and uh, I'm sure that they are awfully excited. Uh, um, at Winfield Mount Union right now to, to, to win a game like that. That's just uh, that's quite a win any time of the year, but let alone uh, in, in a district final. Well, in the playoffs, you know, when you lose by one point or 20, uh, uh, your season's over and it's done. And uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, and North Mahaska probably had a pretty sad ride home uh, in the bus. Uh, as the opposite is true for Winfield Mount Union and, and Holy Trinity, they, they probably, their bus tires might not even hit the road. They might have just floated home. Uh, I'm sure they were celebrating, uh, uh, although both of them kind of got narrow victories. But uh, one of my favorite teams, uh, another sickle team, a, a team that you played a couple times this year, the Coyote Eagles season is over, and uh, that creates a lot of sadness for me uh, as Gladbrook, Gladbrook Rhinebeck uh, uh, took them out two years in a row. I think they're... 22 or 23 and one uh, uh, on the years. Do, do you have any comment on that game? Yeah, that, that was, a, was a tough loss uh, for the Eagles tonight, for sure. You know, they had such a, an outstanding season, undefeated uh, all the way until tonight. And yeah, it was just. Yeah, I think they 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 didn't shoot the ball very well early in that game, and they kind of got their footing late, and and it was it was kind of right down to the to the wire. But you know, uh, you got to give Gr credit. That's that's a team that has played a really tough schedule all year. And, you know, you look at the records of the two teams, and you'd say, oh, Kyoto will win by a bunch. But, you know, GR is battle-tested, and, you know, they kind of they, they survived um, that Bell playing game the round before in overtime and kind of just found a way to win that one. And, uh, uh, and then they came out and, and played a lot better tonight uh, and uh, pulled off the upset uh, at Benton Community over Kyoto. And, uh, you know, just... Uh, you know, like you said, uh, the agony of defeat this time of year is almost worse than the the ecstasy of winning games. Uh, and, and you do you feel for you know what a senior class that is at Kyoto. Uh, they've had so much success, you know, on the football field. We, you know, I got a bird's eye view of that for you know, eleven or twelve games this fall. Uh, watching, uh, you know, Sawyer Stout, Cole Kindred, Evan Vitito. Uh, you know, those three in particular were standouts, uh, you know, in, in both areas. Uh, the Waterhouse kid had a really nice year in basketball this year for Kyoto as a senior as well. And just, you know, I think they had nine seniors. We were over there for senior night uh, this year. Uh, we played them on their senior night. I think they honored nine seniors. And, uh, you know, the, the McGuire kid did a nice job in football and basketball as well. Uh, and, and, and just, 
you know, you feel for those kids because they put so much time and effort into it, and, and all of a sudden, boom, it's over. And, uh, you know, it, it obviously comes to an end for everyone at some point, but uh, it hurts a lot more. You, you want it to finish in Des Moines, and, and for this team, I think that's where they had their goal set, and unfortunately, they camp a little bit short tonight uh, against a really good GR team. Uh, I just got the best of them. Yeah, well, um, it is, that's what the playoffs is about. Now, uh, I was told, and, and maybe you can confirm or deny this, uh, um, you know, every coach I talk to, you know, um, and I know you didn't have the greatest um, draw you wanted to, uh, mm-hmm. but most coaches said that the, uh, the state did a pretty good job of setting these brackets, and I was told as of last night there was only one three seed uh, left. It was yep. all ones and twos. There was one three seed uh, in the whole state, so they must have done a pretty good job of uh, uh, spreading the, the talent around. And uh, uh, I, I was told they're really trying hard to get the best uh, eight teams up there to the state tournament. Yeah, and I think that state's done a very good job. This is year two now of of them controlling the brackets completely. And uh, yeah, they definitely. I mean, you know, tonight you look at the scores tonight. I think tonight, I think tonight probably is. If you're just a basketball diehard junkie, uh, you know, like you and I are, tonight's one of probably the best night of high school basketball of the year for a small school. I mean, you got all the, you got, uh, you know, you got 16 uh, 1A games, you got 16 2A games, you got, you got 32 games going all over the state. Uh, it's a lot of fun uh, just to, to, you know, pull the computer up and look at scores and look at updates all night. And, uh, uh, and a lot of the games were very competitive. You know, you tell you that, you know, the Kyoto. GR game we talked about five point game the North Mahaska uh, Holy Trinity game you were at four point game the Notre Dame uh, and Winfield game two point game so obviously this state got good matchups in this round and I anticipate Saturday and sub state finals it'll be more of the same. Well, um, there's a couple uh, uh, teams I've been following. You know, they're they're round guy teams and and we haven't. Uh, I just don't have any idea on what the scores of the game and that would be. Uh, Pella Christian Eagles uh, and the uh, West Burlington Falcons. Do you know? Do you have any idea on what the scores of those games were? I do. Uh, we can talk quickly about both of them here. Well, you're uh, you know, around on the scoreboard show. You're doing a good you know, job. You know, we're you know you're getting close. You know, the season's over for me, Dave. It's been you know a week now that we've been done. So we're getting t- towards my bedtime here uh, out of season. Uh, but I, I'll happily talk about both those. Uh, Pella Christian's just rolling. Uh, uh, they they dominated a, a very good Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont team tonight. It was it was basically over at halftime. Uh, they I think the final score ended up I think they went won by twenty five thirty, but they, they were in control the whole way. And that's a really good Eddieville team uh, that they took down. And uh, you know just like we've talked a little bit about, they're just so battle tested. They play at you know. 3A, 4A schedule all year long, and then they come down into 2A, and uh, it certainly helps them every year. And uh, uh, they, they they just really took it to EBF. And, and I, you know, I got to say, you know, Coach Travis Stout from Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont, someone that I've gotten to know pretty well doing this here the last handful of years. Uh, he coached his last game tonight. Uh, he He's retiring uh, from coaching here at the end of the season, and uh, he had an incredible run. I think I saw Scott Jackson of the Tomo Courier said that, he had coached for 15 years. He won six conference titles, uh, and he's hanging it up uh, here at the end of the year. And uh, oh, what a great run for him uh, as a coach and for that team. They had a, a nucleus. You know, his son is part of that group. 
that uh, has won a ton of games, won uh, a bunch of games in the league, and uh, came up a little bit short of the Golden State Tournament. But I think it just shows how hard it is to get to Des Moines in that state tournament. You know, really good teams like them uh, came up a little bit short uh, two years in a row here. And then, uh, and then West Burlington. I think I think they maybe had the most impressive win of the night. Uh, they played West Branch and they won uh, pretty comfortably. I think it was a 16, 17 point win. They were they were in control most of the game. Uh, got off to a nice start and uh, um, uh, Tony Rowe from uh, Iowa Prep Hoops was there with some updates that I saw online. And uh, it sounded like uh, they they really did a nice job defensively. Uh, all night long, the uh, Watkins kid led them again. Uh, really nice player, a uh, junior guard for them. Uh, but sounds like they had some good uh, good balance as well. So a uh, really good win uh, for West Burlington. They'll uh, they'll play um, against Cascade on Saturday night to try to go to the state tournament. All right. Well, uh, as far as I can think off the top of my head, that's about the the teams that I covered that are left. Is it? Is there any other? Scores out there that you wanted to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think the only other one that I that I had kind of that I had my eye on tonight was uh, uh, Linville Sully, a team in our conference uh, that um, that was able to win, uh, able to advance. Um, we uh, we had three South Iowa City League teams, and I was texting with uh, Coach Trummel and a couple of uh, Coach Crawford, our baseball coach, and Coach Weber. Uh, saying, you know, all those guys. We were we were chatting a little bit before the games, and I, I told them. Uh, I said, I think that, you know, our conference could go 3-0 and tonight, and they could also go 0-3, three really tough matchups. And uh, we ended up 1-2, and two, uh, you know, Kyoto lost by 5, uh, North Mass lost by 4, and uh, Linville Sully pulled away at the end and beat um, ACGC by 14. Uh, so we'll get a chance to go to the state tournament uh, on Saturday night. I'm not sure uh, who they play, um, but uh, they'll have an opportunity to get to the state tournament. They had a nice win. Uh, tonight over a good ACGC team. So that was kind of the only other one I had. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll look and uh, check out those pairings, and I'll, be, uh, I'll listen to hear what Coach Swanson and Coach Kissel and some of the other boys have to say tomorrow we'll, after I'm done teaching it up for the day, and uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll hear their takes on, uh, on the next round. I'll be interested to hear that. Well, we uh, have come to the end of the scoreboard show. I certainly want to thank Helena Hayes uh, for stepping in and, Sponsoring that game uh, and jumping on, helping us out with the playoffs. He does such a great job for us up in Des Moines. And I want to thank Wester Drug for signing up for another uh, spring and summer of Round Guy Radio. Uh, we can't do anything without the sponsors. And we can't do anything without intelligent guys like uh, uh, Mitch Islick here. Uh, um, I'm kind of a, a, a little short on the brain cells, but his, his are not as rotted away as mine are, so... You did a great job tonight. Thanks so much for being with us. I hey, appreciate you having me, Dave. Great time of year, and I uh, love talking hoops. So thanks for having me on, and uh, uh, take care. We'll talk to you later.